Welcome to VC Vibe Check, presented and paid for by Heather Schmidt for Supervisor, 2024. This weekly audio talk covers issues local to the 805, why the vibe is off, and what we plan to do to fix it. Have you ever looked around and asked yourself, why? Why do jobs pay so little around here, but everything still costs so much just to get by? Why are so many people living in vans and RVs in the Home Depot and Walmart parking lots? Why are my neighbors moving again? Why, no matter how hard I work, am I never able to get a leg up? Why does it seem like other people get away with everything and I play by the rules and I can still barely get by? My name is Heather Schmidt and I'm running for Ventura County Board of Supervisors District 3. I am not a typical politician, and to be honest, I have been dismissed as fringe and radical by a lot of those that are. While I have almost 20 years of experience and education in politics, government, community organizing, and public administration and policy, I don't really vibe with the way we do things here in Ventura County. That is why I'm running for office, because I am tired of it, and I know a lot of you are too. I ask questions all the time of myself and of others. A lot of times they are things like, why? Why are so many government jobs paying below a livable wage while other government jobs pay several hundred thousand dollars a year with few qualifications needed beyond knows a guy? Why do two jobs doing the same exact thing have different salaries? The one that is a lower salary being different only in that It is to serve the Spanish-speaking community. Why is no one running for office talking about the issues actually affecting the majority of people that live in the 805? They argue about cultural nonsense and national politics. They tout who they know and stuff about budgets. But when it comes to housing and homelessness and drug use and food insecurity and job quality, and a host of other problems we have to deal with here, they are silent. No one fundamentally wants to talk about any of that because doing so would reveal and acknowledge that the problems actually exist. And more importantly, that doing something about them will require a lot of changes, many from the top. As I see it, there are a handful of people that have controlled everything in this community for far too long. When you dip your toes in the politics and community groups, it becomes evident early on. For me, it started as a hunch about 20 years ago. I started noticing that everyone, all the same people, well, they were always at everything. (laughs) People that claimed to be on opposite sides of the political spectrum were still always at the same events, in the same groups, doing the same things, endorsing the same people. They were still instrumental in appointing each other to key stakeholder and decision-making positions throughout our community. And when things went wrong, they were always there, usually culpable for it. And they always seem to be getting off scot-free. We call it cronyism, which is a word familiar to some, though not as much so as nepotism. Like nepotism, which is hiring or promoting family to positions they are often un- or underqualified for, cronyism expands to include people from a similar social group. In many pockets of our county, it is especially evident, and it doesn't take long for the consequences to show up. Take, for example, the Camarillo Fiesta Association. 
Camarillo City Council members in 2016 appointed a well-known friend, Nathaniel Newell Honeycutt, to the Camarillo Fiesta Association's presidency position. Shortly thereafter, Honeycutt embezzled tens of thousands of dollars from the association, including proceeds from the 2017 Fiesta, much of which was funded by public grants. Honeycutt was threatened with up to three years of jail time, but only 180 days maximum if he returned the money. His ultimate sentence? Well, it was never reported by local media, and he moved to Ohio in 2018. So I guess we can assume how the sentencing went. Or consider the more recent case of Mike Powers, the former Ventura County CEO who was forced into early retirement after allegations that he had sexually harassed staff came to light. Powers, undoubtedly a longtime crony, who has been in Ventura County's social circles for decades, was given the opportunity to retire early on a publicly funded pension instead of being fired. For this, taxpayers will foot the bill for over the next several decades, as well as all the legal fees in the following litigation surrounding the claims and his termination. Then there was the case of Rob McCoy. McCoy was on the Thousand Oaks City Council for only a short time when COVID hit. And afterwards, he almost immediately resigned because of political conflicts between enforcing COVID protocols and his plans at the church that he was and remains the head pastor of, Godspeak Calvary Chapel in Newbury Park. I'm sure many of you familiar with the case remember the months-long back and forth about McCoy's legal battle over the issues. McCoy continued to defy COVID regulations at his church, hosting in-person church services while churches were remained closed down. Irrespective of opinions about the right or wrong of this, McCoy repeatedly disobeyed court orders placed on him, and he got away with it. After thousands and thousands of dollars were spent sending sheriffs to McCoy's church and engaging in these ongoing legal battles, out of nowhere, the county supervisors decided in early 2021 to drop the entire case against him on good faith. Their claim which included the opinion of an unelected bureaucrat, Dr. Robert Levin, was that the lawsuit was to keep the community safe and that dropping this lawsuit, along with five others relative to local businesses, one unironically named cronies, was an act of good faith since indoor restaurants and churches would be reopening soon anyway. Make no mistake about it, neither the lawsuit nor dropping it kept anyone safe or stopped the chaos that McCoy has continued to create in this community. And somehow, more and more people he is affiliated with have joined seats of power in the 805's public sector since. While McCoy is certainly one of the fringe characters in this countywide group of people that controls much of what goes on, make no mistake about it. The decision to drop the lawsuits, wasting all that public money, was rooted in the power and sway that McCoy holds over this community, as have the elections and appointments of many of his close friends since. Because that is what cronyism in Ventura County boils down to. Who is the power? What that allows them to get away with? And lastly, how that ultimately harms the public. McCoy's case, as well as all of the countless others over the decades, shows us what happens when a small number of people are able to position themselves into being in control of everything. They become untouchable in their minds. 
They are able to make public policy and sway official opinion that is advantageous to them and them alone. And when they do do something wrong, and then they get caught, all it takes is lawyers and legal fees, and they get away with it. This raises many more questions, such as if any of us embezzled public funds, would we get away with it with no jail time? If we sexually harassed multiple employees at our organizations, could we simply choose to retire and then be in the position to turn around and sue? How is it that some people around here can get away with objectively terrible things while the rest of us play by the rules and still struggle? I used to think of Ventura County as like a snow globe version of the entire country. It seemed as though things would go on here that we saw in national politics and government. And I always consider that it must be a one-off, just a souvenir of something we only visit occasionally. These things don't happen in the 805 here in Ventura County. And people around me would say the same thing. This doesn't happen here often, or we're a small county. This is not normal here, except it is. This narrative that we are some small, unique county where that stuff doesn't happen, it is intentional. It allows those in control to continue to get away with it. If you always see things as a one-time event, you never recognize the problem for what it is. You just don't understand. You're just mistaken. We are small. We are supposed to be different. We are supposed to be small town and unique, which to be clear, we are. But in the fact that we are living in a class war in our own community, as is going on in many other places in this country. Well, that is one issue on which we are the same as everywhere else. There are an elite few who make the rules for everyone else while they themselves do not live by them. We've seen it especially since COVID hit, this ongoing crisis combined with social media and geopolitical instability at every level of government and life. There are the them and there are the us. For us, there are rules and hardships. We all find ourselves struggling more, working harder, our wallets emptier, and the stories we hear about our family and friends getting worse by the year. Many of us know people living in those RVs and vans because they had no other choice. Many of us have come close to it ourselves. For us, jobs that pay a livable wage here, which runs now $38 per hour or almost $80,000 a year, to afford just a two-bedroom apartment? Well, those jobs are few and far between. For them, there is control over all public policy that impacts our daily lives. There is corruption, and there is never any accountability. When people ask why I'm running for office, they often assume it's because I want to become one of them. The truth, though, is that I'm just tired of it. We deserve better, Ventura County. Better government, better protections, and a better quality of life for all of us. So how do we do that? Well, we start electing and appointing people from the outside. Those of us that have lived experience and don't know anyone in power, that have nothing to lose, but do it because it's the right thing to do. Thanks for tuning in. Catch me next week. Make sure to click subscribe to make sure you don't miss an installment of VC Vibe Check. And remember... Next March, vote Schmidt for supervisor. It's time to restore good governance to Ventura County.